Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Thanks for joining us in Next Step Leadership Podcast. I'm Chris Maxwell, and I'm honored to be having conversations uh, with Tracy Reynolds, a dear friend. Uh, Tracy, we've talked a lot about uh, you know some of the things that could be holding us back, uh, the importance of seeking help, uh, not entering this journey of Next Step Leadership alone. Um, but now let's talk about some of the steps. What are some of the practical steps we can take to become better at who we are and what we're doing? Well, you know, I have a need to have a routine. I need, you know, so I, if I have a plan, then I can feel free to change a plan, but I need an initial plan to start with. And I guess that was a bit of a shocker to me because you think, well, gosh, man, jazz music, you, you, that just is like free for all, right? You said, well, no, it really isn't. Uh, there are actually scales and there are melodies and there are chords and there are rhythms. And yeah, there's like we talked about before listening and playing together. There's all that comes together. Well, I need some structure in my life. If I'm going to flourish, I've just learned about me that I need to do that. And, and as a person of faith, um, just learning how to take responsibility. As a matter of fact, my definition of discipleship, that big 50 cent word, is taking responsibility personally mm-hmm. for my spiritual growth, realizing that it's not your responsibility, it's not the preacher's responsibility, it's not the pastor or the youth pastor's, it's actually my responsibility to take responsibility for my own spiritual growth. So I need a structure for that. And a willingness to stick with the structure. There will be surprises, but put the structure together in place. And I like the way you said that because uh, there's something you need, is something I need. We all need that. Uh, as we're talking about leadership, um, the emphasis is not find out what the other leaders do and let them do that for you. No, it is learn some of their own disciplines, uh, but learn our own disciplines. What, what is our rhythm? What, what is our pace? What fits best for us so that we can grow and develop into the people who are willing to take the next steps? Uh, each person that's listening to our conversation, I believe that they are called and equipped to make a difference, a positive difference in this world. We're all going to make a difference, but I want it to be a positive difference. Yeah. But the best way to do that is to begin today. Not like tomorrow. <laughs> begin yeah. today practicing spiritual disciplines, whatever title we want to give it. Yeah. But I believe in the ongoing conversation with God. I call it the divine romance. Is yeah. where we're having an ongoing dialogue with, with ourselves, with our close friends that we've talked about, mm-hmm. and with our Creator. How do, how do we do that, Tracy? How do we well, in, engage and make that intentional? I want to spend my time, the designated time with the Lord, whether it be five minutes or 15 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes, uh, that, that that really is, is not the most important part. I want to give God my best time. 
you know, I've been married for 42 years, and I want to make sure that, that I have quality time and quantity time with my wife. I don't want to give her the leftovers. Well, I feel even more so about that. So for me, uh, I think clearly in the morning, as clearly as I ever think, right? <laughs> so but my best time is early. So a long time ago, I realized that if I was going to have a, quote, quiet time, the only time mm. it was quiet in my house was really early. Early morning. So, man, you and I both have this in common. We get up at the crack of dawn, before dawn is even cracking. You know, for it's the five-ish time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that's... I set apart that time. I've got a space where I just get alone. Uh, I typically start with just a simple prayer and say, Lord, here I am. Speak to me. I just want to spend time. This is, I just, and, and I don't, I'm not answering my phone. I turn that face down. It's, it stuff's around me. I've got this setting. Yes, I've got my coffee. I got my <laughs> of Bible. Course. Yeah. <laughs> Bible and coffee yeah. for Tracy. And, and, and I feel like if, if I've got that and I've got a means to write things down that I can hear and I can listen and I write and, Man, and I, I just give God space to speak in case He wants to. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and He wants to. Yeah. He wants to. And think of the importance of opening up um, a book to read and, you know, just investing that time uh, so that we can then invest and deposit more encouragement of information and inspiration into our lives. Journaling is a very important discipline for me. Um, reading scripture, meditating on a passage of scripture, staying there, sometimes studying deep in the in the scripture and other times just praying that passage of scripture and contemplating on it, thinking about it, just staying there, not being in such a hurry, hitting pause, yeah. just waiting in the moment, just waiting... Taking long walks, uh, as we've mentioned, the walks that you and I would take when we when we pray together. But going outside, looking at the beauty of God's creation, and sometimes Tracy, my prayer is, God, you have done all of this. You've created so much. It is beautiful. And if you can do that, you can do this. Uh, and so, praying in a variety of yeah. ways, intercession when we are praying for other people. The prayers of petition, when we're asking specific requests uh, for God, offering praise to Him of of worship, uh, understanding that worship is not always uh, related to music. That's not the right. only form of worship. It can be a variety of ways. Uh, worshiping with others, worshiping alone, uh, worshiping God yeah. in a variety of ways. Not worshiping worship, <laughs> yeah. but letting that be an outlet for us to worship God and have conversations with Him. And as we've said, journaling and writing, releasing our feelings in a healthy way. That is helping us grow and develop into the people who are able to take the next step. Mm, so agree. You know, uh, there's a place five minutes from here that uh, I try to walk a minimum of four times a week. And I don't always have an hour. That's sometimes a lofty goal. But I'll get up here, and I, it's, I love it because I don't have to think. Uh, I have a plan every day. I, I try to read the Bible through every year. And I, my hardest thing is to choose the plan. But once I choose the plan, I don't have to think about that. So I just get up and I, I read. I pick up where I left off yesterday. Then I write. But then my process time, quite often, Chris, is for me to go over to this little park, Veterans Park, and I just walk around the periphery. It's about almost two miles. And sometimes I can only have time to walk one time. Sometimes I have time to walk twice. But whatever time I have... Part of that, I might listen to a podcast for half of it. I might be quiet for half of it. I might pray. But my prayer is is so much more listening than it is talking anymore. Mm. 
And like you said, giving, I'm not pausing because I'm moving my feet pretty fast, but I am pausing mentally and I'm pausing emotionally to give space for God to speak. Mm. And what I find when I do that, that more times than not, if I, I hear the Lord speak. Now, I don't mean I hear, Tracy, this is God. No, 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 no. It's impressions. It's feelings. Sometimes it's uh, underscoring something I, I know. Sometimes it's 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 confessing a sin or or it's almost like I, I i see the videotape of the way that i was rude to somebody the day before i was unkind mm-hmm. and i would have to go back and i would have the opportunity to go back and, and to apologize for that and that's so important uh tracy you know so many circles of the protestant church have forgotten the importance of confession uh and in our prayer time we need to be willing to confess uh, you know me well, and you know how much I love the Psalms. I love the honesty and the poetic confessions of of David and the other psalmists in their journaling, and these these personal poetic prayers that turned into hymns of a nation that they would sing a poetic rhythm and flow as they marched into a nation. But it started with David in a cave. It started with David fighting a giant and his his personal journaling and releasing his feelings in a healthy way to the Lord. Often, if we do not release our feelings and our thoughts, our fears in a healthy way, in a prayerful surrender to God, we hold them in. Uh, They may harm us if we hold them in and they hold us back. Or we release them in unhealthy ways, which can then harm relationships. So the spiritual disciplines are so healthy for us. Let's begin an ongoing dialogue with God every day. And as you're hearing this, don't feel condemned. Oh, I'm not praying enough. No, we're, we're not talking about a, a, a scale here on what is enough. Just begin. Begin in the now. Uh, my latest book of poetry is called Embracing Now. Let, let that be your mindset as you're thinking about how you can live this out and apply it. Embrace this moment and know that Right now, where you are is a place of value and worth. You can have a conversation with God, and then he's beginning to guide you to take that next step. Well, you know, the whole topic of creating a space or giving a structure for God to speak to us, I I know I'm going to ask you to share a little deeper, something more personal than than I've asked you so far on on our time together for next steps. And Something happened in your life about a little over 20 years ago that changed that. And I know that you have a real need for structure now that I've observed and admired. Would you tell us a little bit more how how this is especially important to you? Well, I just want to say no. I will not. <laughs> you asked me if I would tell you. I want to say no. But, please, pretty but, please. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my response uh, when I'm asked a question that I, don't, that I want, don't want to agree with. But that's what, in relationships like we have, we, we're willing uh, to address those those issues, um, yeah, I've always been very organized and, and structured. But um, back in March of 1996, uh, uh, my life totally changed drastically. And if my life changed, uh, the the lives of my family and our church that I was pastoring, and, and the lives of so many friends changed because I um, almost died. Uh, and Tracy, you know the story. Uh, some of those who are are listening to us know the story, but but maybe there are many who don't. And maybe they're going through a life-changing experience, and they feel like giving up. Uh, but I've learned to turn that obstacle into an opportunity mm-hmm. to even be more structured and more organized than I was before. But in March of '96, Healthy Chris became very sick. Uh, I was uh, dying from encephalitis, 
it was damaging my brain um, and uh, the the doctors did not know if I would live but uh, you know as you can see thank the Lord I, I lived but I did become a very different person. In one of our uh, TV interviews, my wife called me her second husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the wow. same man she married, but wow. in, in, in some ways a very different man, a very different personality. And, and uh, the organized Chris became the very, very picky Chris. <laughs> and, but, I, but I have to be. Uh, I live now with severe brain damage in my left temporal lobe. I was told if I did live, I would never be able to do again the things that I was doing and that I am doing um, vocationally, writing, speaking. I would not be able to communicate, um, be very emotionally unstable. Um, I now live with epilepsy because of the scar tissue in my left temporal lobe. And so I'm on medication but but look at the doors that God has opened through that. Uh, you know, I'm traveling around the world speaking to epilepsy groups, and I have I've always you know cared for people, but I I just kind of love other people maybe more than I did before because I have compassion on their hurts, on their struggles, um, because there's a deep story in the life of every person. Yeah. Are we willing to hear their story? And if we learn from their story and why they are picky or structured the way they are. Maybe it will help us understand them better. Uh, We can't just try to lead them. We have to love them and learn from them. The way we do that, Tracy, we listen to their story. Uh, You and I have worked so well together because you learned my story. Uh, You knew the boundaries that I had, and you were willing to work with that, and we we worked well together. If if someone is pastoring a church today... uh, don't just let your goal be the number of people who are in attendance. <laughs> it is, it's not church growth only that that equals numbers. Let church growth and church development be listening better, mm-hmm. learning from the stories of those in your church family who are hurting. Uh, it, it applies to uh, the families that we live with, the, the people that you work with. Listen to their stories. What what. What are their wounds? What are their scars? My scars are in my left temporal lobe. Uh, we live in a world of people who have scars relationally. Yeah. We have many church scars of people who have been harmed and they're living with scars of past leaders. Um, we believe that these disciplines of listening, of confessing, of praying, of, of, of meditation, of repetition, of memorization, of nothingness, yeah. of smallness, of nature... That can help us accept ourselves and accept where God is wanting to take us. That's so good, Chris. Thanks so much for sharing there. You know, I, I think part of our, our struggle from sharing weaknesses is it's just that. It's, it, takes a, it, it takes a pause. It takes some courage. I appreciate you, you ask, allowing me to ask you that question and go in there. Mm. Today, we've talked about structure and the need to, to have a framework not to put God in a box, but no, no, no. What you're doing, what I'm doing is, is giving God a place for expression, a place to, to store that. Our brains are remarkable uh, computers that store tons of information, but there has to be a structure so we can recall that. And, um, man, I'm thinking, I'm listening to Chris talk about you know, his brain doesn't work. I'm thinking, my goodness, man, he's got twice the brain I have. What does that say about me? Uh, but here's the thing, guys. I need a plan. I believe you need a plan. We need a framework, not to stymie, but to give us freedom 
to allow ourselves to grow. So don't just leave it up to chance. If you're going to take the next step in your journey, man, give yourself, if it's no more than five minutes a day, just to to get alone and take a walk and think. If you're a person of faith, to think and to pray and maybe just pray the the Lord's Prayer, just one phrase at a time and just walk and, and, and just pray, spend a minute just expounding or expanding on that and then let God begin to speak. I just think that, man, just try it. I double dog dare you, as they say. Just try it for a week and see what might happen. I think if you if you try that today, and if you, you just make a decision, let that be your choice today, that you are going to to take this step, and this step is is to begin planning and organizing. Uh, when will be your prayer time? When will be your listening time? And and also just take a few moments to evaluate, okay, how am I really doing? Uh, how am I? How am I living out the dreams and the desires that I have in my life? How am I uh, accomplishing the goals that I have? What must I do to take the next step? Think about what are the the, the boundaries? What are the walls uh, that are in the way keeping you from taking the steps that Tracy and I are talking to you about? Well, then push push those walls out of the way. Uh, get others to help you push them out of the way and begin taking steps. And, and what we're encouraging you today to do is to ask God to help you. Maybe you're tired and you're weak and you don't have enough energy to take a step. We declare to you today that the God who created you loves you and he's yes. empowering you. He will help you take that step. It's not on your own strength. Okay. He will help you take the step. And we believe there are other people beside you who can walk with you. So thanks so much for joining us because we love having this uh, dialogue with each other and letting you listen in. And we want to make your next step your best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. Step.